Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to our first new edition of the 313 Sports Pod. First episode dropping tonight. Um, 11.01 currently in the Motor City on a wintry, snowy, snowy night. Uh, my name is Lev. I'll be your host for tonight. My co-host tonight, my brother Ben. Ben, say hello. Howdy. Hey, Ben. Um, and, you know, this is just going to be a nice, casual podcast talking Detroit sports and, you know, a little bit of the national stuff as well, but kind of a primary focus on on, De- on Detroit sports mostly. And I guess, Ben, let's let's just jump right into it. So uh, let's start off first, Lions. So, okay. Um, well, I guess the biggest bit of news to come out, um, Lions cut Snacks Harrison after they extended him in the summer. And I mean, yeah, I I saw that. It kind of makes sense. I mean, he's been getting old. He was hurt last season pretty much every game. He was in and out. He's, I mean, no offense to Snacks. He's a bigger dude. He's what, like almost 350, 320 pounds. You know what I'm saying? At, at that point, he's, I think, 31, 32 years old. His body just wasn't what it used to be. Speaking of someone who's recovered from many sports injuries, um, um, but yeah, I I don't know. I guess snacks. Why, why extend him? Why, why why I guess it looks like ruin your relationship with Slay, and extend snacks over Slay, and then just cut him a year later. It it's just I it's a puzzling move to me. I mean. It shows the ineptitude of Bob Quinn, I guess. But um, I mean, to me, that's the lines in a nutshell is the word ineptitude. But <laughs> you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, I, I I honestly don't get it either. It's the same thing as Quandre Diggs. Why sign him if oh you're going to trade him? Was... Why you know what's Slay? Why you know they signed him a couple years ago. Now he wants a bigger deal, which I get. But you know, he's a corner and he's not even that good. <laughs> No, Slay is good, and but he wants to get paid like the best corner in the league. Which he's not. He's he's not. We, no. we, we all agree on that. The, he's the not. last two years, I mean, yeah, the lines were bad. Also, the last two years, yeah, he was adjusting to the scheme. But, like, come on, he, he, he's been pretty bad the last two years. Yeah, he's been – he's definitely been nothing short of awful in my opinion. But, I mean, not awful, but just – Pedestrian would probably be the yeah. word I would use, like a Xavier Rhodes, you know, kind of player. Or, uh, you know. Xavier Rhodes, this is there we go. Right. Xavier Rhodes used to be good, right? Uh, maybe like a Darrell Rivas pa- past his prime kind yeah. of thing. Um, well, we the the Lions get an extra, I think, six million in cap space after this. Well, we know um, what that's going to be used on. Bob Quinn's going to bring in more Patriots <laughs> buddies. I mean, we we already saw that they re-signed Amendola, so oh, I mean, gosh. you know, it is what it is, but. Yeah, um, but the yeah, I guess it gives them more cap space, and I mean, just I guess my concern is that I just don't want them to be drafting Derek Brown third overall because Daniels is gone. They don't have a defensive tackle really. Ashawn's gonna leave. Ashawn's gonna agency. leave because someone's gonna not, pay him. And right. They're not. They're not gonna. Lions aren't gonna pay him, and they're not gonna resign him. And you, you lost snacks. You need someone. You need a run stuffer up the middle. Who you got? You got no one. So if it's gonna be if the third pick is Derek Brown, oh my God! Imagine they stay at three and take either Derek Brown or Okuda. I hope not. I mean, I I I I I was watching a little, doing a little scouting combine, uh, ooh. watching. Ooh, it was very exciting. Ooh. But uh, I saw you know some of the Chase Young highlights were just, I mean, they were saucy. Chase Young, 
listen, if you could somehow convince people that you're going to draft two, um, make Miami jump you to two, over you to two, and, you know, get the Redskins to trade back, and then Chase Young falls into your lap, then all your problems are solved. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But, you know, until that happens, I, I don't trust the Lions to make the pick at three. I don't trust Quinn. I don't trust Patricia. I hope I'm proven wrong. But... You know, it it doesn't it doesn't seem like I will be. So I mean, I'm looking now. Snacks played 15 games this past season. Um, he although he did have a career low 49 tackles and two yeah, sacks. Yeah, but we watched. I mean, we watched all the games together pretty much. And he, he was he, he, he was he in was and out of the lineup. He was. He, I mean, when he came last, not this past season, but in 2018. Oh he was, I mean, when he got, I think it was the Seattle game, he started, yeah. he ran in there. You saw him on the field every every snap. He was good. He was there. He was active. He was involved. Oh, now you remind me of that Seattle game. Oh, that was a good time. The Lions were, what, 3-3 three and three or something, and they needed the win. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just blew it. A Matt Patricia special, as we call it. Yeah. Um, by the way, you heard about the the new possible playoff edition. They might add uh, two more seeds to the playoffs. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's to me. I mean, I get it. You know, it'll it'll definitely make for more exciting playoffs. But it's kind of reminds me of like a little bit of, you know, I, I just I just I, I'm just curious who the owners are who are pushing for it. You know, it kind of reminds me of Jim Harbaugh always complaining that the college football playoff doesn't have enough space. Oh yeah. You know, if you can't get in, then you can't get in. One of the beauties of the NFL playoffs, and it's the same thing with baseball, and it's something that. You know, basketball and hockey don't really have. I mean, hockey has it to a degree just because the hockey playoffs are insane. Mm. But there's a certain, you know, six teams, there's a certain level of specialness, a, I guess. Yeah, there's a certain in. level of, like, intensity. Right. And the the teams that make it are are held on a are, – are, are, like, head and shoulders almost above the rest. Right, I mean, exactly. yes, the, 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 there's the few, the few teams that just missed it, but most of the playoff teams are – way better than the rest right and 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 that's yeah and that's i mean we saw it in this year's playoffs yeah i mean you got you know tennessee who was i pretty think the sixth seed in the afc maybe the fifth maybe you're right whatever it was but you know they you know knocked out and, and just dominated overall um so i i i mean yeah, I, I, I'm I'm against it. I get the whole moving to 17 games, having two bye weeks, but again, I'm not I'm not the world's biggest fan of 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 um, expanding the playoffs. I just don't yeah. think it's something that's that's needed or necessary. I mean, let's be honest, it'd get, make a bigger chance for the Lions to make the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, once you make it, you still got to win something. So I don't think that'll help them that much. Yeah. But you know, all right. Um, Moving, Moving on, uh, here's a, I guess, an interesting story. Um, you remember Greg Robinson? Vividly. Third overall pick, I think, 2009 NFL. So um, he, he had a, as you remember, a short stint with the Lions. Very short. I think it was like a couple. Didn't they trade him from the Rams for like a sixth rounder or something? Something like that, yeah. He played the season out and then uh, they they. They he didn't they either didn't resign him or caught him I don't remember what it was but um February twenty February nineteenth Greg Robinson allegedly had one hundred fifty seven pounds of marijuana in the car at the time <gasps> of arrest oh that's great that's that's just awesome I'm reading Bleacher Report's article they 
Let's see. According to TMZ, Border Patrol say they found also 23 mason jars, an electronic scale, and 3100 in cash, and a can concealing machine. <laughs> I mean, all right, I guess. Oh, boy. You know. Um, 157 pounds. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I don't know what old Greg was planning on doing with that. But also, like, if, listen, if you're making, you're the second overall pick in the NFL draft, you got money. I don't, I don't know what we're doing here, you know, riding um, along the Texas board, Texas-Mexico border, um, you know, with 150 pounds of dope in our pockets. Um, personally, you know, if, if I'm Greg Robinson, I hire people to do that for me. Considering um, I probably have the money to do it, I'm pretty sure he made a lot of money throughout his. Uh... Yeah, I mean, second overall pick. Um, allegedly, also no, not allegedly. Um, but also former Colts receiver Quan Bray was uh, with him also. Ah, a legend, Colts legend Quan Bray, if I remember um, correctly. I think they also. Uh, it says somewhere here that they asked the Uber driver to take claim on the weed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is just getting better and, and better. he said no. Um, he faces up to 20 years in federal prison if they are convicted. I mean, listen, from what I understand, though, I, I read a little bit about this, but um, apparently it wasn't actually, you know, by the border. He wasn't, like, smuggling drugs from Mexico into Texas, but apparently, you know, uh, Border Customs and Border Patrol sets up these checkpoints along the, you know, kind of high volume areas of people and he was caught over there but still i mean you got to be really really stupid to you know do something like that i just that's i I, I don't get it how as a professional football player it just makes no sense in in, in 157 pounds i mean i think with a pound already a pound is in a pound is a ton I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm 157 not a marijuana pounds. expert or anything, but I get what you're saying. I mean, it, it's not dense or anything. It's 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 just grass, I guess. Dried up, dried up little things of weed. They're not dense. They don't weigh a lot. I mean, listen, if you're, you know, as inept as, as Greg Robinson was at playing football, I mean, you're probably also as inept in, at life. And speaking of inept... Uh, you know, let's switch maybe the focus over to another excitingly inept team in Detroit, the Pistons. Ooh. So, you know, as we know, Derrick Rose, um, Pistons jumped, overpaid, gave him a deal that no one else was willing to give him. Two years, $15 million, which Well, here's the thing. The deal would have been good if they tried trading him. Well, because that just gives t- the team seed he's playing good. It gives him an extra year of control. He's not an expiring but I mean, but his, his his knees, you know, his his knees, you know, ACL surgeries, left and right meniscus tears, that you know that doesn't do good things to your knees. Um, yeah. But I mean, it seems. I mean, I'm reading here from Windhorst. Apparently, the Lakers tried calling and and you know they just said no. But this looks like an arm talent special. Ooh. Arm talent, you know. I'm pretty sure. Um, the puppeteer. No, if I remember correctly, behind. arm talent used to be uh, Rose's old. Uh, Agent, Agent. and, uh, you know, he gave him a little wink-wink, hush-hush, pat-on-the-back kind of deal, and that's what happens. Now we're stuck with Derrick Rose, which I don't mind. I like D-Rose, but for a team that's tanking, you know, they're waving players left and right. They traded away uh, Drummond, Drummond and, and was that it? 
I thought there was someone else that they traded. No, I think yeah, was, it was just Drake. It was just Drummond. But... They, they they were talking about Kennard for a bit with the Suns. I mean, yeah, if you're rebuilding, Derrick Rose, you know, obviously doesn't fit into anyone's plans long term. If he's going anywhere, it's to a team like the Lakers or the Bucks to help win a ring. So, well, why why you would sign him and hold on to them? So what 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 in is I found the most interesting is that. They, they they bought out Reggie Jackson, which we'll get to in a bit. They bought out Markeith Morris, but they're not going to buy out D. Rose. Oh, of course not. Because I mean, you know why? Yeah, Cause yeah again, he it's still has arm... a two-year, he still has a year on his deal, but it's just... Because it's the Arm Tellum thing, you know? Why, why would Arm Tellum, you know, go against his boy, so to speak, when, yeah. you know, when, 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 when he, I'm sure he promised him and, you know, hey, I'm going to keep you here and, you know, but I listen, I get what they were trying to do. I didn't agree with it, and I thought they want to be better than a seventh seed in the East. But I mean, a, 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 <laughs> oh, how's that turning out? <laughs> oh, it's just splendid. I mean, now we have a chance of getting you know a top three pick in the weakest draft in a long time, recent memory. Probably about as bad as the Tyreek Evans, Brandon Jennings um, fiasco oh, draft. Gosh. But um, yeah, I just, I mean, I get why they got him. I just don't get why you wouldn't trade him. I mean, you saw the season one, you know, pretty much nuclear. Blake is gone, you know. You, you you ended up trading away Drummond. So what's the point of keeping Rose around? I just personally, I just don't get it. Yeah, they're they're the Pistons are twelfth in the East right now, um, nineteen and forty. It's it's not looking good. I mean, listen. Uh, hopefully, they're finally. <laughs> oh. It looks like they're finally tanking. They finally yeah. fully embraced the tank, and you know they got Christian Wood. I mean, they're going to resign him next year. He looks like he's. <laughs> He's probably he's probably gonna get. I think he's. Gonna, I, I have a feeling he might get a bridge deal, because I, I doubt they're gonna want to pay him too much for long term. And I think they might give him like a two year. You know, maybe I don't know. I mean, if they give him a two year, even know. two years at twenty or two years at twenty two. Year, two years at twenty. I think there's some, something along those lines. Something along those lines. I mean, that's that's what makes sense yeah. for a guy like Wood. But, um, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't really know what else they're going to do. They're, they could wait for the summer of, I think it's 2021, when you got Giannis, LeBron, Davis. But who's coming to No Detroit? one. That's the problem. you got to draft, and you got to draft smart, and you got to acquire assets through the trade. And Stefanski's definitely doing a better job of it than, you know, good old mustache the, man Van Gundy did. I'll, but I'll give Stefanski credit on this. He, I think he could find talent in the draft. But the issue with him is, just like the issue with him in Memphis was, he can't get the, the big free agents. He can't get... He can't make big trades. Like, well, because Memphis is the same problem as Detroit. You're, you're, it's not New York. It's not LA. It's not Miami. Yeah. You're not going to get anyone. But, but if you also look at the uh, Memphis, until Stefanski got fired, I think it was, I think he was fired. Um, yeah, I think I think he was for fired. for like three years there were always rumors about Mike Conley and Ma- Paul Gas- Mark Gasol, not Paul Mark Gasol. Right. Yeah, there were rumors for those two for like three years when he was there, and then as the year he leaves, they trade both of them. I just don't think he's capable of orchestrating big trades. Listen, I didn't think they were going to trade away Drummond either because, you know, as, as we all know, he's best friends with Tommy T-shirt, time Goris, but here we are. So, I mean, who knows? Stefanski has shown me definitely a little more than Van Gundy did, so I'm, I'm hopeful. Yeah. But, you know, again, it's 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 at this point, I, I mean, we just got to wait and see till the draft. That's pretty much all we have to look forward to other than that. Nothing really else. All right. Um, so let's get back to talking about Reggie. Um, 
Reggie Jackson got bought out. I mean, about time. Yeah. He only played 14 games this season. Two years too late. (laughs) I mean, he really should have been traded. I know when they traded for him originally from Oklahoma City. They they should have never signed him to that deal. Well, I mean, and that's that was the that you know SVG special, you know, get Blake. I mean, and but, Blake was SVG, right? Blake was SVG, yeah. but if you the Reggie thing, if you remember, you if you remember back then, um, what was it? Brandon Jennings got hurt. They were like what two games out of a playoff spot. Oh or yeah, something. that was the infamous uh, Stan Van Gundy. We gotta build a <clears throat> wall uh, game against San Antonio, where Brandon Jennings uh, got that buzzer beater, and ooh, that was probably the most exciting basketball the Pistons have played in. Since I remember. Yeah, but then they made that trade for Reggie Jackson, who was a up-and-coming point guard at that time. And Oklahoma stuck behind um, Russell Westbrook. Yep. But, I mean, he should have never signed him to that deal. There were always questions about that deal. Yeah, the first year he did really good, but he just he never built up upon that season. He had injury issues. He, had, he just had... I guess bad luck playing. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Bad luck's not the right word, but I mean, he always just seemed to me. He just always seemed like he was in and out of you know getting injured and and, and being sitting on the bench. I mean, that seems like you know outside of and I got to give Andre credit for that. I mean, Andre, you know, he, people might question his effort and whatever, but when he was on the Pistons, I don't think I think he played more than seventeen games all his seasons, and he started Yeah, he, he, he never really had injury issues. He never, it was always he never like had that. injury issues. Maybe missed a game or two right. here and there. Reggie, but. on the other hand, and obviously Blake as well, always injury issues. I mean, Blake's season last year was probably his best season of his career, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't flashy. He wasn't doing, you know, the monster jams, like jumping over Kias in the slam dunk contest. Yeah. But <laughs> it was, you know, he statistically was his best season yet. However... His knees gave out on him at the in the playoffs, and as as we both remember, you know that's, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, the, the whole Reggie thing, the whole I mean, it's been already two years I think since Van Gundy was fired, and if you look, the Pistons are still kind of just cleaning up Van Gundy's mess that you know that was left, and it's oh, the biggest mess was Blake, I guess, because I mean Drummond. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, you got Drummond, rid of Tobias Drummond Harris. Harris. Well, Tobias, Tobias, if Tobias got traded for like four first round picks last year, right? So you keep Tobias instead of Blake, you have a foundation. You yeah. keep the pick that became in the in the deepest draft to, in memory, and you have Shy Gilgis Alexander. You have Tobias. You have Shy. You have, I mean, Avery Bradley would have. Left I mean, Avery anyway. Bradley kind of jumped. It was not. It was not working out. No, he wasn't the same old Celtics Avery Bradley ever since. But, the game but of the they Pistons, they traded. But. But also looking back at the Avery Bradley trade, they traded Marcus Morris and a second for Avery Bradley. Then this year, Marcus Morris get traded for a like a whole big deal. I don't, I don't know what exactly the trade details that was that sent him to the Clippers, but but Marcus Morris also got traded for a pretty big deal this this, this trade deadline. So I guess it's just I guess maybe not holding on to the. To your players, trading them at the wrong time. I mean... Trading for the wrong players at the wrong time. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a little bit of both, to be honest. But, yeah. I mean, Van Gundy was always good at one thing. It was trades. Up until the Blake deal, I mean, he kind of got Reggie for no one. And he got Tobias for, I think it was DJ Augustine and Ersan Eliasova. No, DJ Augustine was in the Reggie trade. He got oh, Tobias so, for um, Brandon oh, uh, Jennings right, and Ersan. Right, DJ and Eliasova, but... 
you know, that, that, that was never his problem. His problem was, I guess, that Goris had this, you know, mandate to win now. And it just kind of blew up in their face. And now they're, you know, we're now, they're in the middle of a rebuild. And it's going to be long and it's going to be a long rebuild. I mean, look at Atlanta. Atlanta has, you know, a good team. And they're still rebuilding. And they're still the worst team in basketball. Yeah. And they've, they got Trey Young and they got Collins and they got uh, Kevin Hunter. Hooter. Hooter, whatever his name is. Whatever. They have a good core, but, you know, there's still pieces that need to be made. Uh, But also, I mean, again, if you're a winning team, if you're a winning organization, people want to come to you. Golden State never used to be a free agent destination. Look at it now. Milwaukee was never. I mean, Milwaukee was worse than Detroit for all intents and purposes. Well, who who signed with Milwaukee? Milwaukee, they, they traded for Chris Middleton from your Detroit Pistons. Right. They drafted Giannis. They signed Brook Lopez when it looked like his career was winding down. Right. They traded for Meritich, who left, I guess, for Spain. I, I, I don't know why he could have gotten paid. Bar- uh, BC Barcelona legend. He, he could have. He could have been playing. He could have been making. Way I mean, whatever more money it is. Here, but right. No, I get what you're I saying. Mean, none but... of the none of the none of the Bucks top guys were really signed. Um, Drew Bledsoe traded. For him, Eric Bledsoe. I said Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> they traded yeah, I mean, for him. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I I get what you're saying, and I and I again I understand. But again, winning Vincenzo feels, and DJ Wilson all drafted. Um, again, you're right, but you know I feel like if I guess you're yeah. Now team, now they're now they're I guess a big free agent destination. I mean, yeah. Look, look everyone at, wants to play with Giannis. Right. Everyone wants to play with Giannis. It was the same thing when LeBron was with the Cavs. You know, look at the Cavs now and look at the Cavs then. Yeah. People were flocking to play on the Cavs. Um, it happens to be they were signing the wrong guys, but... Okay, that's a separate issue. Listen, he ended up winning a championship, but... Yeah, but, I mean, LeBron signing his friends over quality players. Whatever, fine. They won. They brought City to Cleveland the championship. I'm Cleveland, you know, we'll never forget. There's always the infamous videos of Cleveland fans eating horse poop on the Cleveland! Street. This is for you. Oh, thank you. That was beautiful. Really brought back those memories. Ooh. Oh, man. Moving on. Um, so, um, what else we got? But, yeah, Markeith Morris also got bought out, signed with the Lakers. Now uh, him and his brother, Marcus, are having a cross-town rivalry. Ooh. Um, Marcus got traded to the Clippers, as I said earlier. Yeah, again, I mean... I would have loved for them to sign someone, or I'm sorry, to trade him instead of just with a buyout. But look, I'm 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 just worried that there was not enough. No one was really asking for it for any of these. Uh, My yeah. concern is that people were asking for him, but the Pistons just didn't want to give him up. Or if they wanted to give him up, they don't want to give him up for the right price. Because to me, that's you know the the the, the that's everything. You know, as we're going to talk about, you know, with the NHL trade deadline stuff that just happened um but you know as if if when we're going to talk about that stuff you know you, you could only sell what the market you could only sell for what the market is offering you so i guess with keith yeah no one wanted to buy and that's fine you know listen i mean whatever he was he was a free agent signing uh it wasn't a big deal two year six million con Ooh, didn't they cut who was a michael beasley they signed michael beasley then they cut him Sign yeah, Keith, something like that, or, or was it Joe, Joe Johnson? Johnson? No, Joe Johnson. I think I dropped for Christian Wood. Yes. Anyhow, 
Moving on um, to the... Moving on. The Detroit Red Wings. Well, wheeling and dealing at the, at the trade deadline. Ooh. Ironically, so, dealing and wheeling and dealing with Ken Holland. Ooh. So, Both um... Trades. So, Sunday night, um... Red Wings played the Oilers. Um, I don't know. The Red Wings Twitter dropped the raw, the projected lineup. Athanasiu was in it. Green was in it. And then um, six minutes before warmups, they uh, they announced that they were they were both being dropped out of the squad for asset management. In other words, they're about to quote you know. My Commodore, hashtag pack your bags. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after the game, late at night, um, news breaks. Uh, Oilers acquire defenseman Mike Green for uh, a conditional fourth-round pick this year, which could turn into a third next year if Edmonton makes the conference finals and Mike Green, I think, plays 10 games. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's I think that's the, deal. the condition. Yep. And they also uh, acquired the dead body of Kyler Brodziak, who is on LTIR. Yeah, isn't so yeah, he's on long term. It was just it was just a salary, salary dump, thing. yeah, salary thing. Salary matcher. Um Um Yeah, Mike Green got traded, surprisingly. I mean, honestly, I'm not surprised. I mean, Steve Eisman didn't have to in my opinion, the same loyalty to Green as Kenny Holland did. Well if you if you remember the last year is Holland didn't really have loyalty to Green. He happens to be. Um, he had a no trade clause two years ago, right? And then he got hurt right before the deadline, right? I remember that. And then yep. last year, he got sick right before the deadline. I think. I think he got sick. He got some like disease. He had some sort on. of bug or something. It was weird. Yeah, yeah I don't remember what exactly it was, but. And then this year, he he's he, he's been bad this year. Yeah. He's been really bad. I'm sur- like that's what I mean by I'm surprised he got traded. I mean, the truth is, you know, this year, I'm all aboard, you know, the Iser plan. Yeah. Just give me as many draft picks as you want. You know, that that's, I mean, and the truth is, Iserman, he's pretty much the only general manager in town right now that I trust, you know. Oh, yeah, for to, sure. To do the sure. job that has to be done. Um, but he's doing what, you know, the Pistons should have done years look, ago, look, what the Tigers are trying to look do. At the, look at the other guy, GMs in this town. Um, Bob Quinn, I mean, yeah, there's... So many questions surrounding him. Um, Al Avila, I mean, come come on. He, he Some people might still like him, still trust him, but let's be honest, I'm not on that train. Um, and then the Pistons, Ed Stefanski, he's not, he's not officially the general manager. So the, the Pistons right, what is the, the senior advisor to Mr. Gore? <laughs> the Pistons don't, technically don't even have a general manager. Um, right. But... Yeah, Steve Eisman. He he's the only he's the only guy in this town who has any credibility to be a good GM. And you know that's exactly I know I think that's why he's getting all the time. Even though the Red Wings are bottoming out, bottoming out, and they're probably going to get the French guy, whatever his name is, uh, uh, Alexi Lafreniere. Yeah, Lafreniere, which you know officially is supposed to be the next Crosby and McDavid and the next Gretzky and blah 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 blah. But you should know, we do a tankathon? Oh, let's do a tankathon. Let's do a tankathon. I'm always down for a tankathon. Let's see. Um, let me sim lottery. First one's the only one that counts. And oh gosh, drop to four. No, um, LA gets number one. Chicago number two. Detroit number three. All right, let, let me now run it. 
Oh, wow. Buffalo gets number one, LA two, <laughs> Ottawa three, Detroit four. And see, that's the problem with – it's not really a problem. It's a good thing. You know, it kind of promotes the parity in the NHL more than – and basketball did a similar thing to kind of prevent taking the um, – messed around with the formula a little bit, you know, just played around with a few things. I mean, listen, hell, uh, last year the Pelicans, I think they were the eighth overall, and they jumped up to one, drafted Zion, and now they're one of the most talked about teams in basketball. Oh, come on, I, 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 st- I, I still think that was rigged. but Could it be, could it be just, not. I mean, it's the NBA, you know, there's always going to be conspiracy theories. But, um, you know, I'm just, I'm just happy they got a bunch of picks. I was hoping they would honestly, honestly, I was – Thinking they might get a first rounder for Athanasiu from oh, someone. Oh, so so let's let's get to the Athanasiu trade then. All right. I still haven't mentioned that. Um. So also yesterday during the deadline, I don't remember what time it was. This close was to, late. Close, this was like close to one thirty. Yeah, one thirty-ish in the afternoon in the yesterday. Afternoon. Um. First news dropped on TSN that Detroit had an offer on the table for Athanasiu and um. Iserman was just looking around, hoping to find if he could find a better offer, and then news broke around twelve ish that Columbus was right. finalizing a deal with um, Detroit on Athanasiu, and then I don't know an hour and a half later, nothing happened, nothing materialized. Usually about an hour. If if if, if there's news, a report, it usually if, happens, if, if, right. if news comes out that they're finalizing a deal and an hour and a half later nothing happened, especially during a deadline, um, it's likely not happening. Likely either they're stalling for something or the trade talks fell apart. So, but then five minutes later, um, news comes out: Edmonton acquires Athanasiu. So the exact trade details are: Athanasiu and Ryan Kuffner go to the Oilers, and the Red Wings get a 2020 second-round pick, 2021st okay. second-round pick, and right. uh, Sam Gagne. Ah, Sam, Sam Gagne. He's a 30-year-old forward. I thought he was older than that. He seems like he's been playing forever. Yeah, he got. I think he got drafted in 2007. Um, sixth overall pick. Really? He had a bunch of forty-point seasons. He was never anything. So like, he's not. I mean, he's not bad, but he's not great from the sounds of it. He's he um the one of the first stats to come out from like TSN. I think it was when when the trade came out. They, they said, "Oh, uh, Sam Gagne. He's the uh, only other Oiler tied with Wayne Gretzky to score eight points in one game." <laughs> well, you know, listen, whatever works. I mean, we. I remember that game, Johan Franzen. Years ago, I think it was 2012. I mean, he scored like I think it was six goals in a game, seven goals in a game, something, something absurd like that. I don't remember what it was, but at any rate, hey, listen, you know, Gagne could be another piece along the lines of uh, what's his name, Fabry, that just Eiserman finds and you know it works out and you know everyone's happy. But who knows? Here's, I mean, here's the thing with Gagne though. Um, he, the last two years, he spent. A lot of time in the minors. Uh, last year, he spent 43 games with the Toronto Marlies on loan. Uh, had 40, 37 points in 43 games. And this year, okay. he played uh, 36 games with Edmonton. Five goals, seven assists, 12 points. And in his four games in the minor, he has two goals and two assists. So, I don't know. Um, in the post-deadline conference, Eiserman said that he's going to be part of the everyday team. Right and I and I, yeah that's that was answer Carr reported that um listen 
you know, if he works out, great. If not, also great. He, he's expiring this year, so it's, right, not, exactly. it's not much risk to it. Exactly. Um, it's kind of a who cares, we got two second rounders kind of deal. Louis. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people were disappointed because they were expecting maybe a first rounder after they saw what all the other teams got for their forwards, for, for their random players. Right. But, I mean... Look at look at it this way, team. Not you can't you can't create interest. I think if a team needs someone, exactly. they will pay for him. Exactly. Uh, once uh, Tampa gave a first round pick for Barkley Goudreau, I think the guy's name was. Right. The, I don't even the, know the, who the that guy. Is, the guy had, he plays for the Sharks. The guy has less than never scored more than ten goals, but they gave up a first for him because they needed a big bruising forward. To right. Scare and you know on. that's that's all it is. It's it's about you know what what the market's willing to give you. So. I guess you know if 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 two second rounders because I mean Athens he's a good player he's flashy but I just never saw him play defense to be honest so that's kind of my primary concern with him. Um, yeah, I don't think people complained about how he has a he's a minus forty five it was, but look he's he's playing on the Red Wings the Red Wings have a right. minus one ten I think goal Ooh. differential. Quite a stat right. The there. next the next lowest is minus forty so. Right. He's he's playing on the worst team in the league. Like, like give the guy a break. Um. So yeah, let's. Uh, I think is that is that it? Yeah, looks like that's it for for us today. Um, thank everyone everyone very much for listening. This has been the three one three Sports Pod, and we hope to catch you next time. Peace.